Um, yeah, that's gonna be a no. Uh, nope. All the nope. Om nom nope. Om nom nom nope. Yoop. Uh, this is Nick. I'm just drinking a, a can of Yoop. That's a yogurt drink. And I'm Nick, the titular host of Nick Flanagan Weekly, the podcast you just started listening to at the very least this episode. Maybe you're a regular listener. I've been getting some nice emails lately. Thank you very much to all of the people doing that. And of course, the people on the Patreon and Kofi who throw me some bucks. Always very nice. And the people who buy my stuff on Bandcamp or whatever. But that's not what I'm here to do. I, this is not a strictly thanking podcast. This is a podcast where sometimes I interview people. And other times I just get on the mic and give, give her. And that's what I'm doing right now on this Friday night. Took me four days to get my brain together to be able to drop knowledge. You know, these are not times that are easy. It has been a freaking year of this COVID lockdown. Roughly, what, not a year, but like 11 months. March 13th. I think it was March 13th, maybe the 12th. I did a set at, comedy set at Laugh Sabbath. That was my last live comedy set. And I think that was also like the day or the day after the last shift at the part-time job I was working, which was gone once this stuff hit. So since then, it's just been this thing, which is great. <laughs> Getting to do the podcast and Zoom streams, whatever. But is it... As they used to say during the uh, the Trump years, this is not normal. And you know what? I'm not normal, and I never was. But, you know, I think a lot of us are just really feeling it now. I was talking to, uh, on, for the podcast, I talked to this comedian, Chris Estrada, yesterday, and that's going to come out. I've got about five guests four or five guests already interviewed so things are looking good <laughs> but chris mentioned you know that once the new year happened and nothing really changed and then of course he's in la there's a there was a national disaster january 6th and uh you know it was a little discouraging also for people who do stand up all the time it's it's insane uh dealing with that but yeah um I think we must all be going through this stuff. Like a combination of, oh my God, when will this end? And for me, oh my God, what what happens when it ends? Like, is anyone still alive from the Great Depression who is an adult with a job? I know there's like a 117-year-old who, who beat COVID. So maybe they were around and we can email them together collectively as Nick Flanagan Weekly and listeners uh, and find out what happened right after the Spanish influenza. Because, I don't know. I'm like, do we get back to normal? And then I'm, uh, oh, just going to do the shows again. I'm a couple years older. <sighs> you know, everyone's real pale now from being inside so much. Class is more obvious, you know, like those people who talk to you, they're like, yeah, actually, it's been a pretty good year. Yeah, that's because everything's going your way. 
How do you guys feel about that when someone said that, would say that about 2020? Actually, you know, it's a pretty awesome year. I mean, I, I know a couple of people I really like who said that, but red flag. <laughs> it's just uh, someone was saying that like a psychologist was on TV and they said if somebody says that, they've, they've got something going on. And I would tend to agree with that. Nameless psychologist I heard about secondhand because that's how I like to agree. I agree with what someone tells me another people person said. What another person said. My favorite way of getting news is through like two intermediaries. Three if possible. That's what we have now. It's like I get all my news from like biased YouTubers talking about news stories they've picked. <laughs> it's fine, but that's how I ingest information now. That's not really quite true. I go to all the news websites, but they're all dumb. However, I was gripped by a lot of this impeachment hearing. Impeachment point two, point, point two, point oh two, point two, two points. Impeachment of a, a man who is no longer the president of the United States. He was a big guy with he had blonde hair, strange hair, said horrible things. Donald Trump impeached posthumously as a president. And my gut, especially as a non-U.S. citizen, was just thinking, Ugh, this again? I mean, look, I know he's responsible for all this shit. But also many, many, many other public figures are pretty much equally responsible. So I don't know if he's going to get impeached for their sins or if it's going to be like a weird uh, mass. I don't know if you can impeach people who aren't in office and are like, you know, Steve Bannon or whatever. But what's going to happen to all those people? But, but yeah, I, I am watching the impeachment and the Democrats did this like freaking, you know, Oscar Emmy worthy video montages and stuff. It's like, it's like a Netflix documentary they've basically made to get him impeached. And, uh, it was in intense, very interesting. I, I couldn't stop watching. I think I watched like at least, I, I watched a lot of footage from like two days of it. And that defense, you know, is just like really leaning on the thing where they're like, you can say this stuff. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Maybe all of this is why I just could can nap at any time at this point. It's just like, oh God. Lately, I'll just wake up and like the dogs are like super happy. So I'll just like be in the kitchen floor and just like lie down and like wrestle with them for, but in a very sleep like manner, you know, where I'm like just kind of dragging them down in like sleeper holds. I'm not in a painful way, but 
I'm just saying, like, fool me, fool me once, I'm gonna take a nap. Fool me twice, I'm gonna nap again. Fool me three times, you can't, cause I was sleeping. You can't fool a sleep, a sleeping person. It's not physically possible. Mm. I'm so proud that I managed to get on the mic right now. You, I am just. All week, I was just like, nah, I can't do a damn thing. I mean, I was doing things, but, you know, I wasn't doing this. And I was really mad I wasn't doing this. And also, as I've said in the past few episodes, I am just in charge of editing our interviews now for this podcast. And I used to do it, and it was fine. But I am, like just getting back on that horse and it is taking me forever to get through the first one. I'm sure once I get past that, I'll, I'll be quicker, but, and I, I also think that interview is going to be ready soon, but man, it's just, it's just very weighty, you know? And, um, how's your accomplishing of stuff or how's your, judgment of yourself for what you are accomplishing because the other day i was like i haven't done anything today and I, no you shoveled the the snow and you salted you walked all these furry things you you did laundry did your meditations and your morning pages i, I call them morning pages but i do them at about like seven at night I haven't done them yet, and it's 5 to 10 at night. Morning pages. Um, but it still is the, the feeling like, what haven't I done? What aren't I accomplishing? Why can't I do this? Who am I? Does my mother like me? Why don't I talk to my family more? Who is it at the door? I can't. This is not an era where I can easily answer the door for somebody. This is the kind of stuff that goes through my head. Why am I obsessed with ripping CDs to my iPod? Why is that such a high priority? Why am I gripped? By the last of us. Jamal, who was on the podcast. Jamal Severin Watson, owner of Loveless. And Tommy's in Toronto. These fine establishments. I, uh, he has got started playing that game, The Last of Us, I guess. He's gotten through it. And uh, I have had, been playing this PlayStation. It's an old PlayStation 3 game now, but it's so beloved that you know they did a sequel for playstation 4 and everyone went crazy and they're doing like a tv show of it with pedro pascal and uh the young kid in game of thrones like season six the like tough kid from the mormont family they're playing the the leads in this video game so i first started playing this game and i was like ah zombies whatever it's cool but i'm not like gripped and then something happened and i've just been like all in on The Last of Us. So if you know how to, uh, if you have fun things to tell me about The Last of Us, 
you can write me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. So just the fact that I'm here talking and not trying to get through the final 30% of The Last of Us is a freaking awesome achievement on par with whatever it was Amelia Earhart did or when uh, Glenn Gould did those wonderful piano things and uh, D-Day. This is my achievement. (laughs) Getting on doing the podcast instead of playing the video game that I'm going to play right after I do the podcast, which is roughly going to be like a 20-minute podcast. I am so proud of myself. And you know what else? I'm proud of you because you're over there in your house you've just made a wonderful meal for yourself all kinds of greens and grains and you know they say it's got to be all the colors that's what your plate's got to be just every color right on the plate pink red blue green that's why i bought some crunch berry captain crunch they don't say what it has to be it just needs to be all the colors uh your meal is amazing you're, you're, you've eaten it, you're just lying, you're, you're enjoying a sherry on your love seat. Uh, you put the podcast on, you and all of your loved ones who you're bubbling with are laughing at the gibberish I'm spouting and um, the lottery, you've won it. So I'm very proud of you for winning the lottery. That is an achievement. Smoke coming, uh, smoke started coming out of my brain while I was going off on that rant. That's a good sign. It's cold and it's snowy, and I haven't seen hardly anybody. And I've ordered pizza and wings and really whack Chinese food, which insulted me. The Chinese food had a fortune cookie that also insulted me. You know when you've ordered like kind of like a western Chinese fast dish food and you're it's exciting? I do. I love it when that stuff is you know just perfect. But sometimes there's too much water chestnuts, there's too much corn, those little mini shrunk corn. It just ain't right. This was that style. And then I get this fortune cookie. You can't get fortune cookie, uh, uh, cookie part. Can't get that wrong. That'll always taste amazing. So that was the highlight, probably. And I open up this cookie. And it says, Your success will astonish everyone. That's not good. I want my success to be like, they're like, oh, yeah. No, no, no brainer, that one. That's, I'm not surprised you're so successful. I I used to have that. There was a time where people be like, oh, I think you got good things coming. Got good, th- it is going to be, you're going to do real good. And next thing you know, hunched over at a dog sit. Talking about a seven-year-old video game I love. 
Sure, I have an IMDb page. Sure, I'm a paid up member of two unions. Sure, did I, I went to the dentist last month. Does that astonish you? Maybe it's that kind of success. I am astonished you went to the dentist. You got that money to order three foods from uh, Uber? I uh, I didn't actually order one of them from Uber. You've uh, you've got the you've got the funds to do that? Yes, Canada is throwing money about slightly. Throw more money about to Canada. We got some problems here in Canada. Vaccinations are very slow. Cops are still very bad. We're hoarding vaccines apparently from other countries. And of course, it's cold. But you know what? There's a reason they call it your home and native land because it is the land of natives. It's their land. That would be what every national anthem should be like. This song is only meant for like the indigenous people. This is your place. Cool. Cool. There aren't enough national anthems that have the word cool in them. How does it even work? Like, can you make new national anthems? We, you know, when a country gets renamed, do they get to sort of rethink national anthems? Might not be a bad idea. I am quite stir crazy. It is so weird not seeing people as much as I'm seeing them, as much as I'm not seeing them. I mean, I'm seeing like the person next door. Like, hey, walking a dog, see someone on the street. Yeah, yeah, I've got a dog. Oh, yeah, it's a puppy. Mm, no, no worms. Maybe a few worms. And that's when they leave. Once I start telling them maybe they do have, maybe they had a problem. It's when they kind of back away because they have dogs, right? But I saw my friend like two weeks ago. I saw another friend today. But few and far between. And frankly, it's not totally different than when I was living in Los Angeles and didn't have a car. Sometimes even when I did have a car, it would be like this. You just like stay at home. There's territory. You're in it. It's a little prison-like in terms of boundaries and borders. And, and you're not necessarily talking to anyone in the flesh. Because I am maintaining a uh, very vibrant messaging life. Oh, I'll text someone and I'll write someone a little comment. I'm like one of those story repliers. I'll send you a little 100% emoji. No problem. Don't take it as anything. I'll just do that because contact's important right now.
speaking of, if you want to email the podcast, it's at weeklypodcast at gmail.com. But yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that today, just once things reopen, going to like a coffee shop or a bar with a friend and uh, sitting down. What are we going to talk about? (laughs) Too much and too little has gone on. Actually, I judging by the conversation I had with my friend today, I mean, I guess we'll all have stuff to talk about. But it's like, I don't know about you, but like in terms of people I'm like calling or talking on the phone, that's really shrunk down. And there are like good friends of mine that I'm just uh, hoping are well. And uh, it's not that I don't want, you know, care about them. It's just this has been too much. So I'm just letting everyone do their own thing until this blows over, which hopefully it does. (laughs) Stay strong, people. Give me some of your strength. I've got a lottery ticket. I'm going to go scratch it now. Congratulations to me. You are okay. Woo! Uh, you can support the podcast at ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan or patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. You can also go to Bandcamp. Uh, you can also go to Bandcamp, nickflanagan.bandcamp.com. I have re-released my first record. I'm here all week with a special bonus track from 2020. Ten years old that album is and still beloved. And you can also pick up my record, Wiped Privilege There. I should be doing a podcast tomorrow. I'm thinking of doing an Instagram live over the weekend. This is exciting. Stay strong. Stay real. I'll see you.